0: ready to get down, getting ready to get down, getting ready to get down. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Keys to the Game. This is our 11th episode of the program this fall. We're in our 8th week of the football season. I'll be joined momentarily by head football coach Kurt Newsom. Well this past Saturday was the Smoky Mountain Reunion of sorts. It marked the first time in 73 years at a Tusculum football team had been on the campus of Emory Henry College. The Pioneers last visited Emory on October 28, 1950, and the visitors that day returned to Greenville all bruised and battered as the Wasps put a 47 to nothing beating on the Pioneers. The Wasps went on to win the Smoky Mountain Athletic Conference that year, and at the end of the season, Tusculum dropped football until 1991. So this past Saturday represented a sort of charter member reunion of the old Smoky Mountain Athletic Conference. The charter members were Carson Newman, King College, Milligan, and Maryville, along with Tusculum and Emory and Henry. So the six schools formed that conference in 1926, and it stayed intact for 40 years until 1966. Well, this past Saturday, though, the 27-24 overtime victory for the Wasp moved the series record with Tusculum to 14-3 in favor of the Wasp, and it certainly put a damper on the Pioneers' playoff hopes. Coach, welcome to the show. What an exciting game for Wasp Nation this past uh Saturday. Our, I
1: couldn't be more proud of our guys because, uh, you know, you come in and uh, at, at the end of a half, we hadn't played very well. And, you know, to finish a game, you know, and I, I know we're going to be talking about it, but uh, just couldn't be prouder. Mm. I, I'm, you know, it's a game that we could have very easily let go and, and we didn't. And
0: uh, both, it was a good team win. Well, now I've seen a lot of celebrations sitting in the, up in that press box over the last eleven years. I'm not sure. Maybe the w n l Hail Mary was a, was a bigger one than that. But I mean, after Jacob Robson picked off that pass, I mean it was pandemonium. I. I looked for you, but I, I lost you in the crowd, but I did see some people turning cartwheels. Uh, were you one of those? No, you
1: lost me in the clouds because <laughs> I had jumped that high. We can, I can't jump. And, uh, but, no, I was so excited that I went straight up in the air, and I'm sure it wasn't very high, but I, it
0: felt to me <laughs> like oh, I right. was way up there. Well, what was it? I mean, it was just people were going cr- crazy. What was it like on the field, And but and more and, in the locker room where, I mean, what did you say to these guys? I know they're, they're, well. you know.
1: I didn't really say anything. I started dancing on a chair, which is pretty dangerous. And uh, so I'm dancing on a chair, and I'd had all the stress from the game, and I'm surrounded by our team. And, Anthony, you know this. I wasn't dancing very well, but I was dancing my well. And uh, so – then uh i said oh my goodness my <laughs> I'm, my heart is getting upset so uh and I, I i feel claustrophobic with all the players around me and uh i'm dancing up there i said uh, you know what i'm going to have to go back up to my office <laughs> so uh, i want to do this for a while but uh I, I, I don't need a whole lot of those left in me. <laughs> you
0: better watch it. Somebody will kick a chair out
1: for <laughs> yeah, Oh, I know. <laughs> I felt it move side to side. I was a little concerned with that.
0: Well, let's talk about the defense for a minute. Uh, we knew Tuscom had a good defense. I mean, we talked about that last week. They uh, are a big play offense, but they have a good defense. I mean, they we had 70 yards of offense on 33 plays. We only had 52 yards passing and 18 rushing. What were they doing that just throttled our def- our offense that first half? I mean, we you just... know we
1: we went down the first possession and, and moved right down the field, mm-hmm. and I, I you know I think that interception kind of bothered us, it, and it bothered me, and uh, so, a lot of times sometimes uh, Coach Newsom doesn't handle quarterback play like he should, and I probably should have let it go a little more than I did. And, um, you know, I, you know, I think I got in, in Charles's helmet a little bit and I don't think that was good. I think that hurt him a little bit. And, uh, you know, as far as, you know, just running the ball, we weren't very effective that way. And, uh, right. So we, you know, we, we talked about it at halftime and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, um, you know, it was disappointing first half. You know, nobody wins games when you come in and the other team has 260 yards and you've got 70. Yeah, and you that's know, what it was. I actually looked at the sheet and balled it up and threw it down, and I said, either we're not blocking them or we've got to change what we're doing coaching-wise. And that was a just a heat of the moment because mm-hmm. – I trust our coaches more than anybody oh, you know, I know you in do. in America. I mean, there's nobody that works harder and cares more and mm-hmm. and all that. And uh that's something I wish I had back, but
0: that's, you know, half my life I wish I had a lot of those things <laughs> we back. all. Yeah. But the, you know, numbers the numbers don't lie. Well, you're exactly right. They're they're that sitting there. They had they come into this game conference-wise averaging 100 yards a game rushing, 2.7 yards per carry. They go through the first half and they've run 162 yards on 26 carries. That's 6.2 yards per game. I mean, there was so many times it looked like we had them, and we didn't, and we couldn't well, tackle. Missed
1: tackles was the biggest part of our defensive issues, and then we didn't have it. Uh, our defense set to the strong side and I mean there were a couple issues and uh you know and Tommy Tommy fixed them and you know we were much better in the mm-hmm. second half but uh that was and you know tackling is something that uh you know you work on every day and uh but that was disappointing and uh But it wasn't all tackling. It was some other issues
0: that we had to fix. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember one play that was a touchdown. Uh, Jacob Robinson and uh, Addison Nicely, the uh, running back, broke through both of them. Yeah, and
1: Addison's never
0: missed a tackle. I mean, that's not
1: who he is. You know, we had two hats there to finish the play, and it was one that just kind of squirted. And, uh, you know, that happens. And Mm -hmm. uh you know, we, we've seen that happen, you know, when Jaquan does it to, yeah. to uh, teams we're playing. So, but uh, we we overcame it,
0: and the biggest thing is I'm so proud that our guys never quit. No, they never did. And you talk about Charles Mutter. I mean, I know he was he was trying to throw that one away under a little bit of duress. I don't know if he didn't get enough arm on it or if he just thought he had thrown it to where no one could catch it, but... Uh, he never saw there, the defender and uh you know I, I
1: wasn't looking for reasons why he did it and uh i was probably coaching him a little hard for for a quarterback and mm-hmm. uh that's not always good and cam reminds me of that most of the time but uh any, anyway he and you know he's just, He's played in like seven games well, and this is he's and he's missed the last whatever and three or four and he's a tough guy. I mean Charles is uh you know, I've we've gotta slow him down. He'll hand the ball off and go block somebody. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so uh
0: no he's a, there's there's not a toughness issue with that guy. Well, now, you talk about going in halftime. They had 260 yards, and we're we're struggling with 70. But uh, the defense, they they only score 14. And we get a field goal. We could have gotten a touchdown or another field goal. I mean, I kind of felt that at halftime, it was like, well, you know, you've given us your best shots here, and you've landed a few of those punches, but we're only 11 down. We're not. I told our players, I said, listen. We can't play any
1: worse than we just played. This is the worst half we've played. And we're only down 14-6. to 6. Uh, I said, doesn't that scream out that we can win this game? Yeah. And, I mean, that's that was my message to those guys. You know, listen, hey, you know, we, we haven't done a thing but help them. You know, we jump off sides and they hit up, hit up one mm-hmm. that looks terrible, because uh, you know we, you kind of stop the play and it's fourth and nine, and it it slows everybody down, and uh, and you know we got it fixed in the second half. Yeah.
0: Well, folks, we're going to take a brief break here while we're talking about this Smoky Mountain reunion as the pioneers came to. Fred Sells Stadium. And when we come back, we'll get into the second half and uh, we'll talk about this thrilling 27, 24 overtime victory that the pulled off. People
1: Incorporated can help make business dreams a reality with small business loans, helping businesses start or expand with personalized support. To apply or for more information, peopleinc.net or call 276-623-9000.
0: And we're back. Coach, second half, different story. Uh, You guys come out. We talked about how much they'd run in that first half. Evidently, Coach Buzzo and his staff did get something fixed. They had 18 carries for 18 yards, one yard per attempt in the second half. Uh, I mean, you took the ground game away from them, and that meant Palazzo uh, had it on his shoulders.
1: Yeah, and we knew. uh, We had talked about it, and – you know, Coach Buzzo always comes up with a scoring amount and a turnover amount uh, going in, and he felt like 17 points was the most they should give up and uh, hmm. X amount of turnovers because they, they'd they been turning the ball over. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, you know, that's part of who they were. Yeah. And uh, hmm. so, you know, we were able to get a bunch of turnovers and, and – Move the ball some. I mean, both both things happened in the second half.
0: Absolutely, um, and let's talk the turn. You know, Josh Floyd does an interview every week with the uh, opposing coach if he can get them. If not he doesn't. He's not always successful. But he, Odom told him in in the interview that his biggest one of his biggest concerns is how much they turn the ball over and that it's going to come back to bite them. And, he told me that before the game, and yeah. I was
1: thinking. You know, that's our plan, too. (laughs) So, I mean, you can't plan on turnovers, of course, but, you know, you know if they've uh, done it in the past, if you pressure enough and if you're in their face and, you know, and they've done it in the past, then, uh, you know, good things can happen for
0: you. Well, it was Palazzo to the rescue in that second half because he comes out now. They have four series in the third quarter. He throws an interception, which we turn into a touchdown. He goes three and out, and they do a punt interference, which sure was just like a turnover. And I guess he said, well, maybe that. And we don't, we unfortunately throw an interception, but he comes back in that third series, throws his third interception, and then another three and out. But, boy, we put together a beautiful seven-play, 67-yard drive with uh, Cam People's finishing it off.
1: Oh, that was a great drive, and and Cam People's uh, continues to impress. You know, he makes he just makes plays, uh, and uh, he's a he's a great young man, and we're fortunate that he's here. And it was a great play by Charles. I mean, Charles yeah. threaded the needle. I mean, he wasn't it wasn't like I mean Charles had to throw him open
0: yeah because he was he he was covered and uh on both of those plays Well he in was fact covered. I I did not think he caught it and then I thought for sure he's going to be tackled <laughs> and then he's still going yeah like, he is uh, the wiggle worm yeah. over there
1: but oh my uh, gosh he's a he's a good person and a good football player
0: and uh I'm glad he's a sophomore at Emory and Henry <laughs> me too me too and I'm well, you know, you guys third in the third quarter, you up 15-14 all of a sudden, amazingly because who would have thought it after that first half, but the fourth quarter is just more of the same. I mean, you got some yeah, pressure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have another good drive that's capped off with people's again. But we go for two
1: when we got the lead at 15-14. My good buddy Tony Hart has the chart uh and we 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 just followed the chart. When we we're down by five, we went mm-hmm. for two, and the chart says it. Yeah. And our our kicker who loves to kick Trace, and he's a good he's a good kicker. He goes running out on the field before we even say <laughs> what we're going to do because he's going to go kick. So they, you know the rest of them follow him. So uh, you know we had to burn a timeout yeah, that, it, that I didn't want to do and. Uh, you know so we we had we had those issues but we won't have them anymore because now they know you wait until we put one or two up yeah. and we haven't had that situation but uh yeah that was that was not a pretty no it scene. wasn't a pretty scene and uh, I didn't like it whatsoever well and and thank goodness for
0: Vinhorst uh Making the, I don't might know, might
1: be one of the best plays I've ever seen. I mean, that was a game for, for him to, and we brought that out on Sunday when we showed the the good plays and and the and on both sides of the ball and the special teams plays. But for him to put in that effort, he's got a bad ankle, a bad bad growing. And to make that play, you know, we wouldn't be in overtime if he wouldn't have made that we play. Would.
0: Absolutely. That field goal they kicked. And
1: it wasn't just him. It was the entire offense mm-hmm. that came out of the end zone, and that effort was what
0: we should be all about. And, you know, you talk about we don't quit. And, boy, you two-point conversion, you throw an interception, and Cam Peoples just should have just ate the ball, anyway, but but that's hindsight. But, I mean – uh, Ven Horse was the last hope we had and he, and he chases him down to the what the 5-yard line and and knocks him out pushes him out of bounds and there's and just there's great nothing. effort yeah it's just tremendous well and that really and truly if they had a, if they scored that two points the field goal they kicked at the end of the game would have been the game there been no, no question over. it would have been over um well, you know they do some more turnovers we get a strip sack i think that was Josh McCray that did the strip sack starting mm-hmm. the fourth and um, that leads to another field goal with Trace uh, Butcher, and um, then, then we
1: had chances to put it away with, with, with field goals. And um, well, actually, it was we had a snap issue on one, mm-hmm. and the other issue, uh, Ethan Muncy is in for our holder, yeah, and uh, uh, Hunter Bolden is out. And Ethan is g- going to be great at it. He's got great hand-eye coordination. He's a special athlete. And uh, just tilted the ball all the way down. And uh, we've already started repping that. Mm-hmm. And. uh you know we've it, i promise you nobody's gonna work harder than ethan muncie to do things the right way because that's who he is
0: well and you you get that interception on a 21 yard line we are just unable to get down to the five and then get, get us i think to get a sack and back us up
1: yeah and uh you know we we took a couple sacks we probably shouldn't have taken yeah. and, and that's that comes with the
0: experience so uh but
1: we're heading in the right direction. Well,
0: you certainly are. And then they big play us with that 68-yarder to Robostelli, but uh, we, that's when we come back with another drive and uh, make it 24-21, and then they force overtime with their field goal. But, uh,
1: the, the big play was to – and it's all about Charles because he, he was going to take a hit to throw the ball to Abshire. And you're talking the, about the, the big, last drive. The, yeah, the, the big play with four minutes to go. And uh, you know a lot of quarterbacks. You know, are, I, I know when a quarterback won't take a sack at all. He's he's scared. And uh, Charles is not scared. He'll take a sack. I wish he wouldn't take as many as he did, but he will. He threw the ball with a guy barreling down on him, mm-hmm. and threw it to to Cam. Abshire, which was a huge play, it changed. It was. It, I mean, it it really won the game. Yeah, and uh, that says a lot about
0: Charles and who he is and how he competes. Well, both uh, both Cams, Peoples, and Apshire, both had four catches and Peoples for ninety four yards, two touchdown. But Apshire for seventy. I mean, that that's that's big days for them. Were they your offensive player? Who was your offensive player of the week? up uh, this
1: week it was it was uh cam cam peoples okay, that's and, what uh, yeah and uh, you know we had nomin- we nominate each position and you know Jaquan's always been up there but uh you know cam peoples had a had a day uh, that uh you know I mean he could be tackled on one of the touchdowns and you don't know if we're gonna get in and I mean he's just he's the guy we thought we were going to get. His highlight film was so good in high school out of Reedsville. Um Well and then that jump cut on that one. Oh I good mean he not, and then <laughs> then we he's gotta beat another defender and then he just sticks his feet in the ground, makes the jump cut Makes him miss and uh, and, and and walks. In. It was yeah. beautiful. That yeah. was a beautiful. Yeah, he's that... uh, he's as good a sophomore. I wouldn't trade him for many sophomores
0: in this I league. Never, never. Well, what about your defensive player? Because you had, you had all five defensive backs had an interception, right, all... and our, we gave it to
1: our captains. Uh, you know, Caleb Blundy uh, didn't have his best game, but he's been a great player on defense. Addison Nicely has never had a bad game since I've been here. But actually, uh, Kendrick can is the sack defensive player of the week this week. Well, I was looking for, to see and if he was our defensive yet. player of the game. He had nine tackles. He had like seven assists and because they were making everything bounce and it bounces to the free hitter and he's the free hitter. And, um, then he had a he had a pick, he had a great game, and more than that, I told him in uh, in the meeting room, uh, I'm so glad he got to play because if he would have got an unsportsmanlike, I was not going to let him play. So so I'm really glad that he didn't get one of those. And he appreciated that, but uh, and he he was really. Uh, Level-headed the entire game. He was. And uh, mm. so uh,
0: that worked for him, and it worked for me. Well, Kendrick Cam, you're right, he had a tremendous game. I looked to see if he had gotten the, the defensive line he, he did get He did. And, you know, seldom do you see a free safety in on 17 or 18 tackles. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. And he had to. And uh, he saved us a bunch
1: and got the great pick and kept his – yeah, he's a good football
0: player, really good football player. Well, he got to pick – and he also had three breakups. So, I mean, he broke up yeah. three pass plays. And he size. was
1: targeted nine times, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Well, he he certainly had a big game, and, and we, we'll talk about it some more. But, boy, there was just no quit in those Wasps on Saturday. And, the like I say, the Pioneers once again left Emmer and Henry campus with the big L hung on them. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a message from our underwriters.
1: Tumbling Creek Cider Company, heritage-inspired full-bodied cider varieties made with Southwest Virginia apples that are pressed in-house and fermented on-site. Award-winning ciders in the new tap room, located in the Abingdon Commons next to the Abingdon Farmers Market and Abingdon Visitor Center. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, Appalachian
0: to the Core. And we're back, Coach. Uh, we just got through with one of our uh, Smoky Mountain reunion partners and we're going to do another dance with uh, the Carson Newman Eagles because they are one of those charter members um, the boys from Mossy Creek uh, we've lost 8 straight to the boys down there the last year's was 21-7 but uh, last time we played them was 1975 and they had won 7 straight so they, they've got a, quite a streak against the Wasp uh, it's been since 1968 since we beat the Eagles of Carson Newman. Do you know who might have been the quarterback? Sonny Wade. That's exactly right. And, and Larry and, uh, Bales was, who was my coach. I'm sure he and, had something to do with the Wasp winning. And and there was a young man in this studio that watched that game. So it's been a while since we beat them. So uh, and we're coming into this this one. They uh, have had. Three common opponents. They they beat Newberry down there. They lost to Tuscan about three weeks ago, 27-21. And, and then Mars Hill just last week, almost identical score, 24-17, uh, as we did. We lost 24-14. But uh, these are two pretty evenly matched. Oh, teams. yeah.
1: It's going to come down to, you know, who makes the least amount of mistakes, who doesn't give up big plays. It's... It's you know all cliches, but it's it it does tell the story about the game. Mm-hmm. You know it, it, who's going to win each phase? Are we going to win special teams? Or you know and and you've you've got to be have an advantage in each phase of it. And uh, so, but I yeah, I think it's a coin flip when you when you go down there.
0: Well, now both. If you look at the stats, if you play them side by side, both teams are, are struggling a little bit offensively, uh, giving up yards. Uh, you know, kind of down in the bottom. Uh, I mean, excuse me, of yards per game that they're they're making, but so it's really the defenses that's, you know, they they were really close down uh, Erskine to losing that game, is the defense that pulled them out, and then they've kind of they're like we are, they've relied on their defense quite a bit to win their games. Yeah, yeah, they.
1: I mean, they scored 14 points on Erskine. And you know people have scored more than that, uh, and I get that. But they had three fumbles in the fourth quarter, and you know they they had some issues there. Uh, they are you know it's it's really close match. We've got to go to Carson Newman. That's that's different too. Mm-hmm. You'd much rather be playing in our backyard, but uh, you know we I, I think I think it'll be very competitive, and I think it'll be. You know, if our quarterback plays better than their quarterback, if if uh, if we don't give up any ex, you know explosive plays, if we get more than they get, mm-hmm. and then the turnover game and but explosive plays still win and lose along with turnovers.
0: Yeah, well, and they've uh, they've kind of struggled uh, in some of the same areas offensively. They've been sacked quite a few times, and and they've been they've been they've put the ball up thrown it into traffic and had interceptions. So I think opportunistic football, defensive football, would, would, would is going to be big down there. Oh,
1: that'll win and lose the game. There's no question about it. It's uh, the amount of turnovers. When you look at the game on Sunday and the stats, I think if you go down the turnover margin and mm-hmm. explosive plays on each side, I think the winner will have the least amount of
0: turnovers. And the most explosive plays. Is there anything that keeps you up at night looking at their offense that that, that really concerns you? You know, the quarterback
1: moves around and mm-hmm. gets out of trouble well enough to throw it down the field and hit a big play. You know, you, you're concerned with that. You, you're concerned with last week them running the ball against Mars Hill and having a running back over 100 yards, right. which uh, – you know, we didn't do, and uh, no. the, the amount of rushing they had against them. So, you know, there's several factors with their offense and uh, that you're concerned about.
0: Well, this past week, uh, we, we with a win over Tuscan, we go to 4-4 four and four, uh, with three games remaining. You've got uh, a really good chance of coming out of this season with a winning record. You've got Carson Newman at in the conference. It's two and four. Erskine that's zero oh and six. That's coming in next week. And then we've got Limestone uh, that has, may arguably be one of the better teams in the SAC. Uh, at five and one. So, um, given given that situation, we we need to win two of the three. What
1: we've talked about with the team is for us to come in the South Atlantic Conference. And have a winning season in our second year would be huge, and that's yeah. that's our goal right now. And uh, you know we got a little bit closer last week. Mm-hmm. You know I think if with the Newberry game we would, but you know what that doesn't count. Yeah. And so right now it's got to be a Carson Newman team that's hungry, and we're playing them on homecoming.
0: That's right.
1: And. Uh, You know, some teams you play on homecoming and it's not a big deal, but their tradition, that's why Emory's homecoming is what it is. Yep. And it's why Carson Newman, I'm sure, homecoming is a big deal. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it, it should be. And it's a big deal at Emory. But it's not at every place you go to, yeah. but it it should be there, and so I'm sure they'll they'll be very emotional, and we'll have to we'll have to go play.
0: Well, and it, and, it, and the winning season you talk about it puts a little bit of pressure on, more pressure on this game to no question uh, on the road against the Eagles. So no doubt. Well, coach, we're just about out of time, so I want to thank you for uh, being here and making this possible. You always are great to talk with, and it's. Uh, so thank you very much. I appreciate you, Gary. Thank you. And, folks, that it will be a 3 o'clock kick down in uh, Carson Newman this coming Saturday, and we'll be pregame at 2.30. This show will re-air at 2 o'clock. And if you can't make it, join Josh Floyd and I. will bring you all the action. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone, and hope to see you again next week. So long.